Welcome to the Around the World Beauty Podcast, a podcast committed to empowering women to reconnect with their heritage and beauty rituals inspired by women all over the world. We celebrate beauty brands and influencers that share with us their journey to beauty, creating a global impact on diversity, sustainability, and how we see beauty around the world. Whether you're beauty obsessed or have a penchant for travel, let us inspire you to make a beauty discovery of your own. Hello, everyone. I am so excited for our next episode because we are off to Russia with Maria Carr, who is the founder of Rumor Beauty, the first Russian beauty store in the U.S. with a mission to introduce us to all the best Russian beauty has to offer for the U.S. consumer. So I am so excited because for Journey to Beauty to have Maria Carr, who's not just a regular beauty lover, she is a OG beauty exec that's not only sharing with us the best Russian beauty brands, but she's going to give us an insight into her upbringing in Russia, but also on why she decided to create this platform that is sharing the beauty of Russia with the world. So welcome, Maria. Thank you for saying yes to being on a Journey to Beauty podcast. Thank you for being here. Hi, Stephanie. Hi, everyone who is listening. Thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. It's such an honor to be included in this podcast, in this episode. And I'm also very excited to share more about beauty from my home country, Russia. So we met a few, I would say like a few months ago, or actually even pre-COVID, and we were talking about beauty. And you mentioned to me that you were working on this project where you were bringing the beauty of your culture to life. And I remember saying, oh my God, because I had never been to Russia and my experience of Russia was very much, you know, about fashion week and fashion models. And, you know, I remember lots of the models that I always met were from Russia and you just gave me such a beautiful insight to another side of Russian beauty. And I just would love to know more about your background of Russian beauty and what exactly is Russian beauty for those that don't know, because I think, I don't think it's a new concept, but I do believe that it is a very new mission that you're trying to bring forward because I think people think Russian beauty is one thing, but you're bringing a whole different perspective to it. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, and thank you, Stephanie, for sharing those insights from our previous conversations. Um, and yes, Russian beauty is kind of a new concept, to be honest. Um, yes, uh, a lot of Russian models, they, they live here in the U.S. and then they play a very active part in the world of fashion. Um, However, Russian beauty these days is so much more than that. And I feel like if you don't know about Russian beauty, you're not alone uh, because the concept is very new, not just to the US, but in general. Um, so, you know, going back, um, you know, for the most part of the 20th century, Russian women did not have a lot of access to modern beauty products. There were some manufactured beauty products that you may um, you know, you could have seen somewhere in the stores, but they were, you know, they were not attractive. They did not have that allure and they didn't have that glam of a beauty product that you would want to see, something that you would want to come back to and use every night and get excited about that. Um, and it, it was only about 15 or 20 years ago when as a country, the whole beauty industry stepped it up and all of the modern beauty brands started to appear. And what those modern brands are, they are that intersection, that blend between the modern technologies and modern approach to beauty, and then also the traditional piece, the ingredients that our grandmothers used to use in their homemade remedies, um, ingredients that people 
grew in their gardens and then used on their skin as like face masks or hair products or whatever else it may be. So the concept is literally about 15 to 20 years old. And um, now these days, more and more brands are entering the market in Russia. They're still making their first steps. And that's why the Russian beauty as an industry hasn't been well known around the world, just because of the newness of that concept. And let's get some facts straight about Russia. Russia is huge. It is a huge country that is so vast. I remember being in um, history class and geography class in college and first learning about Russia and learning how huge climate-wise Russia was and how you could literally experience Russia in different landscapes through just a train ride. And I remember being fascinated <laughs> with Russia in that perspective. Um, so I can only imagine the brands and so much different traditions and rituals that are coming out of different parts of Russia that we don't even know about being in America. So my question to you is, you know, we all have a beauty story. We all have a story about growing up, um, whether here in America or growing up in our homelands, but where did you grow up and where really, you know, where was your beauty story kind of captured and your experience of what beauty is? Mm-hmm. Great question. And you're absolutely right. Russia is such a big country and, you know, there are different uh, types of ethnicities and different types of cultures that live in that one big country. Um, you know, for example, um, there are modern cities like Moscow and St. Petersburg that are, you know, very cosmopolitan and very um, urban, um, like other European capitals. Uh, but then we also have areas in the south of Russia, and those areas have the most fertile soils. It's like a resort area. We have palm trees growing there. We have the sea access, you know. And then we have Siberia. I'm actually from Siberia. Um, and we have a very different climate compared to the south of the country just because we have longer winters, we have lots of snow, our temperatures are usually colder. We still have four seasons though, and that allowed us to have access to all types of different botanicals and fruits and veggies and herbs. And going back to my beauty story, my personal beauty story from the childhood, You know, as I mentioned before, Russian people did not have a lot of access to manufactured beauty products. There were some imports. There were some products that were made in Russia. But as I said before, the access was limited. They were not really the go-tos. But what people used were the homemade remedies. Um, And those remedies were for health purposes and for beauty purposes as well. So every summer, I remember our whole squad, my grandmother, my mother, some aunts will go into the forest or into the fields and we'll pick some berries, we'll pick some herbs along the way, and then we'll come back home. And then we will um, actually take advantage of all of those natural resources. Uh, We would um, dry out the herbs and then reserve them for winter when we could not have access to fresh botanicals. We would be using dried ingredients. And then with berries, some of them would go straight into a face mask or straight into some sort of a treatment. And then we can also preserve them. So we, we were very big on making those preserves and then taking advantage of them over the winter, whether it was for beauty purposes or for food or, you know, all types of ways that we've been using them. And I feel like that connection to natural beauty has been instilled in me from a very early age. Um, you know, even now, like I go through a forest, I'm like, oh, I know this mushroom. I know this berry. I know what this herb is doing for you. So I can spot those things. And, you know, I, 
and I thought it was common sense and common knowledge. But now as I grow older and I am exposed to people from other cultures, I realize that not everyone um, has had access to that and not everyone has been using natural ingredients in their natural remedies. Um, so yeah, that like my family has been doing that. And when I started Rumor, we've uh, also interviewed a couple of people uh, of Russian descent, and turns out that a lot of people have been relying on similar remedies. A lot of people were so eager to share the hair mask uh, made with things from the garden, like veggies and fruits and herbs that their mothers and grandmothers have been using. Um, some natural um, ideas for skin, whether it's body or face. Uh, so it's it's very, very common in Russia to have access to these natural ingredients and take advantage of them for your skin. I love that. I love that. I feel like as you're sharing, I'm like picturing all of this, like I'm picturing you and your family and, you know, your grandma and your mother really just like, and I keep hearing the word berry. So I'm actually curious, you know, when you decide to start Rumor Beauty, what were some of like, what was that process like? What was the process of looking for the brands or looking for, you know, bringing this idea to life? Because you know, you knew obviously that you grew up with these rituals and traditions, but what what was it like bringing this vision to life to find these unique people that were actually, you know, sharing these similar stories? Yeah, so, uh, well, to take a step back, you know, I've been in the U.S. for about 15 years, and most of the time I've been working in the beauty industry, and I've seen beauty products from all over the world, like literally uh, products from Australia and Asia and European countries and, like, everything else in between. Um, and at one point, it just hit me. I'm like, okay, I'm observing all of these beauty products and they're amazing and I enjoy them. But what about products from my home country? And, you know, as I said before, I left in 2007 and I didn't know uh, back then the industry was very underdeveloped. So, and I was start, I started to think like, is there anything there that could be worth of the world's attention? Is there anything there that it could be interesting to the U.S. consumers to explore. And I took a trip to Russia at the end of 2019. Um, and as part of the trip, I wanted to stop by a few stores and really see what's out there. And what I discovered truly impressed me and truly surprised me because I saw all of these brands that I was not familiar with, although I spent in the beauty industry like almost 10 years by then. And I started to explore and try the formulas and like, smell them and apply them to my skin, like the back of my hands. Uh, and I was fascinated and I, I thought to myself, how is it possible that these brands are so good and no one knows about them in the US, which is the largest beauty market and we have access to beauty from all over the world. And I went back and the idea didn't hit me right away. I started to think like, oh, you know, these are my Russian roots. Like I felt so close and I felt so, so connected to the country that I haven't visited in so long, but the country that I was from. And I started to think, like, what could help me connect my Russian roots and my um, beauty rituals from my childhood to the modern world here in the U.S. that I basically live in? Um, and then eventually the idea of building Room More Beauty came to mind. So we decided to see um, which brands could be uh, interested in partnering with us and which brands would be interesting potentially to the U.S. consumers, brands that would be modern in the way they look and the way they feel in the beauty standards that they have, but at the same time, those that could convey those traditional wisdom, those generational uh, ingredients and uh, traditional, uh, you know, botanicals that Russian beauty used to be all about back in the days. 
So we um, we scouted a few brands. We started having conversations with them, and we um, we kicked it off. So we tested every single product. We really enjoyed the philosophy that those brand uh, brand founders were all about. You know how they founded their brands, how they approached beauty. So those those philosophies aligned with what we've been trying to convey. And here we are, a few months later, with uh, with an assortment that we have right now. And this is just just the beginning. We're just scratching the surface with the brands and products that we have. And I love that because, you know, you just launched. When did you guys just launch the brand? So we soft launched literally to friends and family in February uh, to test things out. And then now we are trying to be a bit more vocal about Russian beauty, um, you know, promoting it on a larger scale and really starting having those conversations about what Russian beauty is about and our brands. I love that. And so obviously, Russian beauty is going to be hitting the mainstream very soon. So I'm excited for you. Has there been a beauty secret or beauty technique or beauty ingredient that has really surprised you in bringing your products and your, you know, rumor beauty to life that maybe you didn't even know about that was like, oh, this is, I know, you know, as someone who founded Around the World Beauty, and I did my research, I would never have thought that I would have learned so much starting my business about beauty. You know, I thought I was going to find beauty products. I thought I was going to find, you know, just things that I just thought I was going to learn how just beauty products. But what I ended up learning was so much more spirituality, you know, you know, conversations about like you were saying origin stories about women who are, you know, have farms in different parts around the world. And I've just been on, on a whirlwind of adventure with um with so many like cultures and stories meeting with women like you who are bringing these you know brands to life and i'm just curious if there's like one beauty secret that has really surprised you or one beauty ingredient that maybe you didn't know before starting um mm. that now you're like obsessed with yeah so i mean lots of things to be honest i feel like the first and foremost of the fact that i discovered all of these brands it was like literally finding a treasure chest <laughs> and then like digging it up and now unveiling it and presenting it to the u.s consumers and technically to the world um but one of the things that i was not very close to and i haven't tried as much uh were hydrolates and hydrolates they're very closely related to floral waters. And I know that a lot of people are using uh, floral mists or floral sprays these days on their face and their body. But hydrolytes, they're a bit of a special breed just because they're so pure in what they are and like the cleanliness of the formulation, the idea behind it. So basically it's a pure extraction uh, from um, herbs, from uh, very potent uh, authentic herbs that have been distilled and those little distillation droplets, they make that hydrolate. So if you look at the ingredient list, it's literally just a couple of ingredients. It's it's water, it's the distilled um, essence from the plant and that's it. And then you just, you can use it on your face, you can use it on your body, you can use it on your hair and you're going to see benefits. And they smell like nature. I feel like, you know, there are many brands out there that say that they're natural and I'm sure they are, but the scent has a bit of a fragrance to that. And it's just, you know, it's not really putting you into a forest, right? Like mentally. Um, but with the products that I discovered back home in Russia, the hydrolates, they, they basically, they smell like 
the herb itself, uh, which was truly fascinating. And uh, many brands actually do that. Um, it's, it's part of the lineup of many, many brands. And of course, there are many other uh, traditional ingredients that I was very excited to see, you know, some of the ingredients that we used to pick up in the forest, some of the ingredients that used to grow in my grandma's garden. Now those ingredients are all making their way into modern skincare products, which is very exciting and kind of uh, taking me personally back into my childhood. But I also know that these ingredients are very beneficial for the skin. I love that. And you've mentioned your grandmother a few times during this conversation. You know, I always like to ask, you know, has there been someone in your life that has been a beauty inspiration for you or has maybe, you know, when creating this new company and this new vision and mission that has always been kind of in the back of your head, like, I want to make sure that I honor them. Because I think as we bring these ancestral traditions forward, you know, honor is so important, especially when it has to do with your culture and your origin. Um, is there maybe someone in your life or maybe a place that reminds you of, um, of who you are? Like, you know, uh, like you were saying that you, when you went back to Russia, it was like, you know, how do I bring this back? You know, how do I, you know, I, I've been gone since 2007, I think you said, and I, w I want to bring this back. And um, it's kind of like a full circle moment, but it, has there been anyone in your life that has kind of been that inspiration for you, that beauty inspiration? Ah, that's a tough question. I feel like my family, uh, they've been very basic when it came to beauty. So, you know, of course, we use those natural remedies, uh, but there was not like a certain routine that people followed or, you know, like certain uh, rituals outside of those remedies that we've made to enhance, uh, you know, our skincare or hair care or whatever it may be. Um, I feel like, yeah, it's, it's probably my birthplace because I come from a town in Siberia and we've been very much exposed to nature since you know my early days like going to a forest was something very accessible and something that I've been used to um, also I'm coming from an area that is very close to the Altai mountains and that area is becoming um, you know a place of interest for tourists not just from Russia but from all over the world because of its uh, pure nature so you know like yes nature uh, we can go, I don't know, 30 minutes outside of New York and we can find nature, but that nature has been already modernized and touched by people and the modern world. The area that I'm from, well, I'm I'm from a like, pretty urban place, uh, but the surrounding areas, they still remain pretty untouched. And that's truly fascinating because you can see nature in its raw, wild way. And like that's, you know, that also contributes to the cleanliness of the ingredients, to the purity, uh, to the authenticity um, so, you know, it's not like something that uh, you've picked up from a developed place, but it's something that's coming from the nature itself. I love that. I feel like that's an upcoming beauty tour, uh, upcoming around the world beauty tour many, <laughs> many years. Uh, well, not many, many years, but, you know, when everything kind of crosses over. Right. Um, so tell me, so with, with Rumor Beauty, you know, obviously it has had its soft launch in February. What is something that, you know, you're hoping that, you know, by the end of the year or by next year that can kind of flourish with this launch now? Because obviously, you know, we're, we're all learning. You, you guys were just featured in a few different publications or mm -hmm. online. Tell me a little bit more about that and how exciting that is for you. Because I mean, like you're saying, like Russian beauty is here to stay. You are bringing awareness to it. Um, I would love to know more about like these, these mentions because obviously like, it's getting buzz. And that means that that's amazing. 
Yes, thank you for bringing this up. Uh, I mean, this is really like, again, when I embarked on this journey, I also had a lot of exploration to do. And, you know, I am from Russia and I still had a lot to learn and a lot of things to dig up and then present to, you know, uh, through rumor to the consumers here. So, you know, I'm very certain that a lot of people don't even know that Russian beauty exists as a concept. Um, and a lot of people have never tried Russian beauty products. They're not familiar with the ingredients that are very traditional for us. Um, so my goal as a founder is to really spread the word and bring more awareness. And it, I, I was, uh, you know, almost crying uh, the tears of happiness when I saw the publications going live um, just because it means so much to see uh, that it's not just me who cares, that other people care too. And um, I hope that there will be many more Russian beauty converts and <laughs> Russian beauty explorers uh, who would be interested in giving it a shot and then also enjoy, enjoy the formulas that will be uh, working for their skin, working for their lifestyle and being their companions in their skincare journey. I love that because, yeah, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of wisdom to be learned when it comes to all these different cultures that are bringing beauty to life. You know, I, like I said, like, I, I even know that, like, on my journey of exploring beauty of my own culture, there were so many ingredients and so many stories, and I'm still exploring. I think that for so long, we were trying to, you know, pigeonhole, I think, and I, as you know, it's something else that I kind of wanted to talk to you, I think. For so long, we kind of talk about Russian beauty for it looking one way and then a brand, mm -hmm. um, a company like your, yours comes along and it's like, no, like Russian beauty is so much more than what we've been taught. And we want to dismantle what we think it is. And here's a whole different perspective on what it can be. And this is so much more deeper than what we've been told. You know, like when you come to Russia, come to this part of Russia and learn about the forest, learn about the natural products, learn about, you know, the floral waters. And so I think that's what I love about where beauty is going, where it's really telling a story of the people. And I'm fascinated. I'm obviously very fascinated about that concept because I want to know about, you know, not just a product because a product is a product, but I want to know about the story of how it connects to the people. And so like, um, so I guess for my last question uh, for you is, you know, you, you mentioned that when you, you know, so like the inspiration for you has been when you go back home where you kind of grew up. But if you were to look at your products at, online and like look at your new baby that's coming to life, like, you know, what would you say are like your top like three products that you're like, these are a must try these th like these Russian products are a game changer because you have like, you know, we won't talk about your past in beauty. Uh, but you are, you know, your beauty game, you know, beauty, good, like you are a beauty, like exec, you know, you know, your beauty stuff. So I, I really would love to hear firsthand, you know, what are your favorite products that are on the site? And really why? And like, what makes them different? Because I'm curious, I'm like, you know, there's so many products out there in the world. And I'm like, I want to try Russian beauty, but I really want to know, like, what makes them different? You know what I mean? Like, because mm -hmm. I want to try it. And I think Russian women are absolutely beautiful. So if you tell me I'm there, I want them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so hard to narrow it down to just three, because as as you know, I literally handpicked the entire assortment. So <laughs> three is a challenge, but I'll try. I'll try. Um, so the product that I really love is our... Um, 
honey and raspberry face scrub from the brand called Miko. They, that brand in general, they were at the front of sustainability in Russia. They were founded in 2009 by a young female entrepreneur. Uh, props to her for turning a small startup into a big company they are now. Uh, so the scrub is phenomenal. It's 100% natural. And it's, uh, it's very gentle because for the scrubbing pieces itself, they use jojoba, sea, uh, jojoba wax granulars. So it's, it's very mild, but it also provides very deep exfoliation. Uh, and it hydrates the skin really well. It has beautiful natural scent, no synthetic or like no extra fragrances added. So whatever the ingredients, like this is what it smells like. Um, and it's beautiful pink, bright color, which just makes the ritual even much more exciting. Um, so another product that I love, ooh, it's really hard. So a face mask from Laboratorium, that's another brand of ours, um, based in St. Petersburg, also founded by a female entrepreneur. Actually, I found a very interesting trait from all of our brands. All of the brands that we carry, and that was absolutely unintentional, were either founded or co-founded by female entrepreneurs, um, which really speaks to the, you know, modern approach to the beauty industry, in my opinion, how, you know, I'm sure if it was, uh, I don't know, from like 50, 100 years ago, chances are we would have some male executives as well. But now, like, that's how it is. And it's very fascinating. So back to the products. Uh, mask from Laboratorium. Uh, it comes in a tube, which the packaging itself, it looks like a test tube, which the packaging itself is really fun to have on your vanity. Uh, it's also a dry mask, so you can mix it and then get the consistency that you want. So it's a bit of a like make your own mask type of a thing. Um, turn it into a spa ritual so you can add water to the dry mixture and then it will be a bit of a thinner type of a mask. You can add milk or you can add sour cream and that will give you a bit of a thicker consistency and much more nourishing, um, you know, in terms of benefits. And then in the dried mask, you can actually see all of the ingredients, you know, like all of the small particles and it's all natural. There's, you know, there is, uh, depending on the mask, there are three types of them. So it could, like one of them has a spirulina. Uh, there is a mask that has clay in it. There are three different types, like oats. And like, you can literally, you put it on your palm and then it's, you, you get to see all of the small particles and you know what's in your product, which to me is fascinating. Um, and then um, we have a brand called Batavicos which started off as a brand uh, focusing on aromatherapy and essential oils, and then they branched out into skincare. So that skincare is uh, PETA certified, cruelty-free, it's vegan, and it's uh, between 98 and 99% natural. So I really love a product called Anti-Stress Serum. It has It's literally like a sunshine in a bottle. I like to think of it that way. It has bright orange color from the sea buckthorn berries extract that's in it. And sea buckthorn, is a very traditional berry in Russia. Speaking of berries, I know you had a question before. And that's also, you know, going back to my childhood, that's something that we had in our garden. And you could literally pick the berries from the bush, from the tree, and then eat them before my mom or my other relatives would turn it into preserves for the winter. But you can like pick the berries, eat them, put them on your skin, really have a lot of fun with that. Um, so I'd say those two would be my top three, but there is many, many more. Um, so, you know, uh, it's, uh, and the exploration just starts here. I love, it. I feel like I, I'm picturing you literally going through Russia and 
literally going shop to shop like or entrepreneur to entrepreneur doing your research like how fun is your job like I know it's so much work because I also do it too but it seems like you know it seems like you have so much passion it doesn't seem I know you have so much passion to bring this to life and so I know that the brands that you're choosing are so much more than just a brand they have a story they have a mission they they're making an impact you know, with the community, with how they're being sourced. And I, and I absolutely love that. Um, I, you know, are, are these brands, are the founders still in Russia or are they here in the States as well? Are they like all over the world? Are they actually selling all over the world or are they literally strictly just Russia? Like, I'm curious because I know how hard it is for these entrepreneurs that have brands in these other outlets in these countries to actually be able to have access to the US market like it is not easy and so I have chose to saying that because like if this is the case like you're God sent so I'm just curious like are these you know these three brands that you just share with me are they actually selling anywhere else besides Russia right now um are they living in Russia only or well are they in Russia what are your you know Yes, yeah, so based in Russia. That's where all the headquarters, um, you know, are located for all of the brands. And in terms of distribution outside of Russia, uh, it's just starting up. So for many brands, US is their first international market. Uh, with some brands, they've been distributing through the, um, you know, former Soviet Union countries since, you know, there are still very good relationships and, you know, the mentality and like the philosophy is still pretty much the same in most parts. Um, so Some have just started to make strides into Europe, uh, Eastern Europe, or even Western Europe. Uh, But it's still, you know, it's just the beginning. Um, You know, again, because of many of the brands are relatively new, like, you know, one of the brands was founded in 2009, Laboratorium was founded in 2013. So they're not even 10 years old. we have another brand that's just uh, two years old. So, you know, it's uh, it's very interesting and I'm very curious to see how far the brands will go. Uh, but yes, all of the founders are based in Russia. They, they are Russian brands. They're manufacturing, you know, the production is based in Russia as well. And that's how we also pick the brands. So we don't pick brands that are produced elsewhere. We only pick brands that are born and made in Russia. Um, so yeah, very exciting to see what the journey is going to look like here, uh, you know, stateside and then also elsewhere in the world. And I'm sure these brands will do amazing in, no matter what country they go to. Meaning behind Rumor Beauty, the name? Yes. So Rumor stands for more Russian beauty. Rumor. Ah, I love that. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, it's uh, like originally like, okay, more Russian beauty to the world. So we are starting with the US, but who knows, maybe it will be more to the world. Uh, But it's basically, you know, the whole idea behind it is that we are introducing Russian beauty, R-U, to the world. And we are bringing more of that. I love that. That's really cool. All right. Well, for my final question, even though I don't want to let you go, um, I love to end our podcast asking the question of what does beauty mean to you? Mm, That's a tough one. You saved the tough one for last. What does beauty mean to me? So, you know, I feel like my perception of beauty has been changing and evolving over the past few years. I feel like working in the beauty industry and being in the live in the times that we live in right now, I feel like beauty industry has gone through so much and has evolved from, you know, the model like photoshopped images that we used to see everywhere to natural beauty to the beauty in its 
you know, raw way, like beauty, every person has a lot of beautiful traits and every person is beautiful. So, you know, beauty is, I, I think it's literally in the moment, like what, like you see something and like it catches your eye and this is something that's beautiful. It's also your culture. It's also your traditions. It's like all of these things that are tied together. And I mean, everyone is beautiful. I don't even know if there should be a definition for that because then if there is a definition, then we will just pigeonhole it, right? Like we'll just put it compartmentalize um, and make it exclusive in a way but it shouldn't be the case like beauty it is for everyone beauty is everyone actually and i mean growing up in russia like back in the days we were also exposed to all of the model like images and i feel like the analogy that you brought up at the beginning of the conversation that um you know russia is associated with russian models gracing uh fashion week catwalks and like I think now the society is changing and this is a very good change because beauty goes so much further than uh, the beautiful models. But then to be beautiful, you don't have to be a model, right? It could be any, anyone is beautiful. It's what's inside. And then if you have good spirit, good energy, it will show on the outside, making you, um, you know, a beautiful person all around. I love that. You know, that that just inspires me to, to think about one day, you know, I, I don't have children, but one day when I do go to Russia with my daughter and, you know, I'm able to go to the store with her and buy, buy a product that you have on your site and, you know, and, and share with her like a, an element of who, what the culture is through that product, you know, and I think that's what that what I love so much about what you're doing with your company and your mission. It's like, you know, at the end of the day, beauty is like you said, all around us, it's everything, it's not supposed to be defined, but it's sharing in that origin of who we are individually, so we can all experience this together. And I love what you're doing with your brand. I think it's phenomenal. And I'm so excited to continue to see it continue to grow because Russian beauty is so much more than what we've been taught. It's, you know, it's culturally in part of the world, and we need to learn more about it. So we can dismantle what we thought about it before and learn a whole new perspective on how it is natural and how it is something that is from you know the forest it is something that is honey um, berries it's you know it's something that's like sourced from the inside out like it's just super magical with everything you said and I'm really excited to continue to see it in the magazines and people you know really lean into it with Russian beauty so Thank you so much, Maria, for being part of the Journey Beauty podcast. And I know you have an offer for us, for our listeners that are listening. So I want to allow you to share that with them because I want to allow everyone to run over to your site and be able to really, you know, be part of this network, be part of the support team to support bringing this Russian beauty to the forefront. Uh, so I want to allow you to kind of share with us what you're offering us. Uh, so thank you for that. Yeah, absolutely, Stephanie. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to offer something special to all of the listeners, uh, whoever has been tuning in. So um, I would love to offer 20% with uh, your first purchase um, on the entire assortment. So the code for that will be ATWB, Around the World Beauty 20, ATWB 20. Uh, enter it at the checkout and you'll get 20% off your entire purchase. And also something that I would like to mention is that um, we offer uh, free samples with every order. So in addition to whatever products you decide to pick, we'll throw in something special for you to also explore at your leisure and hopefully have a good time. 
I love that. And where can we actually learn more about the website? Is there a website? Is there an Instagram? Can you share with us? How do we follow you? How do we stalk you is real the real question. <laughs> Open to stalking anytime. Uh, so the website is roomorebeauty.com. And our Instagram is at Beauty. So everyone's welcome. We'll be very excited to see all of you. Please stop by and visit. And um, I hope that you will enjoy exploring Russian beauty brands and Russian beauty products as much as I have been enjoying doing that. Well, thank you so much, Maria. Thank you guys for listening to this podcast episode. I am so excited for us to explore roomorebeauty.com and learn more about Russian beauty. And thank you so much for being part of this and sharing all about your mission and all Russian beauty. So thank you guys for listening. And I look forward to our next episode. Thank you. Thank you, Maria. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you guys for listening. Excited to continue to see it continue to grow because Russian beauty is so much more than what we've been taught. It's, you know, it's culturally 